message, the force of grace. Lord, I just ask that you speak this morning to your people. Encourage us through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Last week, we talked about God's grace and the transformation that took place concerning the throne of God. When God lived among men, the throne of God on the earth was in the Holy of Holies, the ark, and on that place was the mercy seat. Now, the throne of God, where God sits to judge the world, has been transformed by the death of our Lord Jesus Christ, and now that throne is presently called the throne of grace. It's the throne of grace. God is sitting right now on the throne of grace and is inviting everyone to come to obtain grace. Everyone is invited. Grace is God's unmerited favor upon our lives. That is favor that we don't deserve. But God, because of his son's death, has decided to show you favor as if you've never sinned. As if you've never done a thing wrong in your life. That's what this is. And God's inviting everyone to come to the throne of grace, the throne of favor, where instead of judgment, you receive from God an approval. God says, I approve of you. You are okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not messed up. You're okay with me. This is the throne of grace. That God is inviting every one of us to come to. The problem is we don't approve of ourselves. And God knows that. That until, until you can get to the place where you also approve of yourself. The way God has approved of you. You cannot arrive at your destiny. You need that grace to bring you to that place. And so God is inviting us. He says, come boldly to the throne of grace. God's inviting everyone. Everyone can come to the throne of grace. No one will be torn away. That's the place to find favor from God. No matter how messed up you think your life has been. No matter how wicked you think of yourself. God says, come and at the throne of grace. That's the mercy seat. You will find favor from God. And God says, I approve of you as if you had never sinned one day of your life. And Jesus made that possible for us. For every human being, you can be free from all of your sins as if you've never done anything wrong. They may still hold it against you. But that doesn't matter. Let God be true and every man a liar. God approves of you. That's what matters. This life that we are living in is so short compared to eternity. We focus on this life and what we're going through in this life. And we're stalling and all of that. But if you really put things in perspective and you think about living in eternity... 
this life is like a drop in the ocean. It's so short. What's important is what God thinks of you. He's not unaware that you've done things wrong. But when you come to the throne of grace, he says, you're okay. You are okay with me. All is well. And the reason that is, is you acknowledge that God has done his best for you. And you appreciate it. You know Jesus died for you. You know he cost the son of God something. And you say to God, I'm coming. Because of what you've done, I cannot resist. I've got to come to speak to you. And as you speak to him, and you tell him of the, the, where, the places you've been and the things you've done. He says, son, daughter, you're okay. You acknowledge my son. You made my heart glad. You made my heart glad by coming. Others are rejecting, but you didn't. You came. That's why it's so important that we come to the throne of grace. Your condemnation is not from God. Your condemnation will come because the throne exists and you didn't go. You didn't go. Whereas God is inviting everyone to come. What does grace do for us? What does grace do for us? The first thing that God, grace does for us is grace is the helper. Grace is the helper. The power of grace is the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the same force that created the universe. And everything that you can see and cannot see. That same force is behind grace. This force can create something new in you that you didn't know could exist in your life. Is the same force of creation. Is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Is the grace of God. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15. It says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Because of everything that Jesus has done for us. Let us therefore, because of all he's done, let us come boldly. You cannot be rejected. You cannot be turned away for any reason. You can't be too bad. You can't be too wicked. You can't be too messed up. Everyone, God's inviting, come boldly because you are not going to be turned away. You will find grace. You will find favor from God. He will pour his favor and approval upon your life. Because you were created in his image. He will show you that he loves you. You know when you go to the throne of grace. All you hear is God is love. God is love. God is love. But then you say well, but, but I messed up. And then the next word you hear is God, word you hear, God is love. Because that's who God is. He condemns no one today. Because of what his son has done. So grace is the help. It says. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy 
and find grace to help in time of need. That we may obtain mercy and find grace. Obtain mercy. Yeah, I've been bad. But God says, I'll forgive you. I've done wrong. God says, that's okay. I understand. My son paid for all of that. I'll forgive you. That's the, right now, that's in the past. You got a new beginning right here at the throne of grace. That's gone. That's forgotten. That's why the Bible tells us in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, he says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Think about it. When we go to his throne, we are not only forgiven, we are purged, cleansed from all unrighteousness. Well, if you purge me of all unrighteousness, what's left is righteousness, right? I can't be unrighteous when I've been purged from all unrighteousness. And these are the words of God. And God is true. God will never lie to you. If you come, you, all your transgressions will be forgiven. And you find favor with God. He says you obtain mercy. When you obtain something, it's something you can keep, right? You obtain mercy. Mercy is different from sympathy. Mercy is the same as compassion. Sympathy is I feel your pain. And I'll stay with you in your pain. I feel your pain. But we're all in it. Compassion is different. Compassion says, I feel your pain and I can do something about it. I feel your pain and I'm going to turn that around. Turn your mourning into dancing. That's the way God is. You can't come to the throne of grace and remain the same. You came in depressed. You go out filled with joy. And full of life. You came in hopeless. You live with a lot of hope in your heart. Because grace will help. After you've obtained mercy. That means all your sins are forgiven. There is nothing standing in the way. In your way. Between you and grace. Which is God's unmerited favor. God's approval on your life. So once you have obtained mercy, God says, come. Come boldly. You will obtain mercy. Because of all this stuff that's happening to you. Maybe in your life, you're having some difficulties financially. You obtain mercy. You Compassion. God can do something about that. Amen? You come in and your marriage is messed up. Your kids are acting silly and there's nothing you can do. God says, I feel your pain. I can do something about that. I'll, I'll, I'll forgive everything that's wrong, but I can do something about it. I can fix that. I got someone that's going to fix it. He says that you, you may obtain mercy and find what? Grace to help 
in time of need. Amen. So once you obtain mercy, there's nothing standing in your way to grace. And once you've obtained grace, you already have help for your need. No matter what your need is. No matter what your need is. Don't matter if it's emotional, God has an answer in grace for that emotional need. I don't care if, it's, if it is mental. If God is God, he has an answer for that mental need in your life. With God, nothing shall be impossible. God's able to take care of it. It may not take care of it overnight, but stay with him. It'll be over. It doesn't matter what this problem is. God can take care of all of these problems. Grace is the helper. Doesn't matter what your problem is. It's emotional, it's spiritual, physical. It doesn't matter what it is. God can take care of that problem. The grace of God. And that's what the Bible, why the Bible calls it the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it's called. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. That's a great blessing. May the grace, let, let that grace baptize my life. That's unusual favor. In fact, the Bible tells us in Psalm 5 verse 12, God will surround the righteous with favor as with a, a shield. It's like a shield around you. I'm telling you, grace can protect you from everything evil. It's your shield. That's unmerited favor. You didn't work for it. For by grace are we saved through faith. And that, not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Not as a result of works. Lest any man should boast. I'm so glad I don't have to work for it. I just have to go to the throne room. Amen. That's all. That's not difficult. Once I kneel in my room, I'm right there at the throne room because he was the one that invited me. Amen. If he's inviting everyone, I'm everyone. Amen. I can go. God doesn't discriminate. Everyone who comes, welcome. Everyone who comes is welcome. And you are welcome today, no matter what your problem is. That's why prayer is so important. That's why prayer is so important. People are running, calling friends and all of that. I told my wife who were discussing, I learned not to do that. They don't help very much. They'll sympathize with you. Sometimes they'll rub your back. But after they leave, the pain is still there. I need him. I've learned to trust him. When I'm with him, I can be very weak. But once I'm out, I don't need that anymore. I've obtained mercy. And I have found grace to help. I don't have to start showing... I'm so weak and I don't have to do that. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I got him. I can't pretend like I don't have him. I have him. And you can have him. 
If you go to the throne room, you can. You can. He's willing to help everyone who comes to Jesus said, anyone who comes to me, I will in no wise turn back or cast away. No wise. He won't turn you away. Don't matter how bad you've been. Don't matter what people think about you. That's what we are very concerned about the mo- for the most part, what people think. Doesn't matter. Life is too short. There's only one to please. And if I'm okay with him, I'm okay. Today they like you, tomorrow they don't like you. <laughs> Today they are your best friend, they sing praises about you, tomorrow they, they want to kill you. But you can't rely on men. You got to rely on him. And when you find favor with him, you'll find favor with men as well. I mean, the right kind of men. That's the truth. So faith is the helper. Faith is the helper. And I mean, grace is the helper. Now, the second thing I want to go through is that grace gives you victory over your circumstances. Grace gives you victory over your circumstances. Think about the Lord Jesus, the way he lived his life. Many t- in those days, I used to think, oh, man, I can excuse this. That was God. How many have done that? That was God, and I can see why he didn't have to go through that. But Jesus was a man. The Bible tells us he, he just got everything God out of himself and came as a man. He became a real man. The original man. Jesus was a real man when he was here. We like to think he was growing from his father. That's why he lived the life that he lived. That's not true. He obeyed the father to the sea. And so the powers were there for him. He was in full obedience. You know, I discovered this in scripture. Jesus referred to himself more as the son of man than the son of God. Read through the scriptures. What it went in, the, in Jewish language, when you say son of man, meaning I'm a man. That's what he was saying. The son of man has authority on the earth. It means I'm a man on the earth. He was a man. But look, the, look at the way he lived his life. He never sat on any throne on the earth. But he lived life beyond the one living on the, sitting on the throne. Jesus did. Turned water into wine. Circumstances never controlled him. He was never bothered by anything. He turned water into wine, rebuked the wind. I, I can see him standing before Pilate. And Pilate was telling him, don't you realize I have the power to save your life or to kill you? Jesus told him, you, you don't have any power of that power. You will have had no power over me except it was given to you from heaven. You don't have the power you think you have. He was not scared. He said, to this end was I born. And for this purpose, I came into the world to testify 
to the truth. And Pilate said, what is truth? I mean, Pilate was so confused by a prisoner confusing the governor. He didn't know what to do. He didn't look like a typical prisoner. He wasn't scared. He didn't care about it. He died. Pilate said, I can't kill this fellow. He was scared. Jesus was in control, even in that circumstance. And Satan thought, I'll kill him. That was a mistake. And Jesus complied. Satan wasn't counting on, on Easter there. That was his Waterloo. Destroyed him forever. When you walk by grace, even though it seems like you're going down, if you stick with grace, you'll come on top. The Bible tells us that Jesus came full of grace and truth. That's who he was. He reigned in life. And you can reign too. Let me share the scripture with you. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. It says, For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who received abundance of grace and of the gifts of righteousness, much more these will reign, right? In life, not when you get to heaven, right? This is scripture. When you receive abundance of grace from his fullness, as we all received, grace for grace, when you receive abundance of grace, we can reign through the difficult circumstances that come into our lives. They may not make sense to us, but we're not scared. Because we know who is in control. We know who is in control. We reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. We don't have to be sitting on the throne on the earth. Amen? Jesus never sat on any throne here on the earth. But he reigned. He was the ruler. He was the master. The master. As he walked, everybody knew. This is, he had control. Waves in the sea, everybody crying, we're going to die. He was sleeping. Most of us, for me, I'll be yelling like crazy like the other guy. We're going to die. Then bother him. He knew he was in control. So we reign in him because of Jesus Christ. I'm going to continue with this message next week. I have three more things to go. Three more things that I want to share with you what grace will do. But I really need you to understand this. The closer you stay with grace, the more confidence you will have with God. Amen? And until you obtain confidence in God, and that comes when God begins to show you and teach you and get you to the place where you also approve of your work to him. 
How many know that we are God's inheritance? If you know that. You are God's inheritance? God's inheritance? Jesus made that available to his father. You are a gift from Jesus' death to his father. Believe me, he will protect his gift and his inheritance. God will protect his inheritance with everything. And you are God's inheritance. But you won't know this until you get closer to grace. Amen? Because the next thing I will want to talk to you about is that grace is a teacher. That's next week. I need you back here. <laughs> All heads bowed this morning. see, if my word made sense to you this morning, that's because the God himself was speaking to you. It's not the words that you're hearing from a man. It's the Holy Spirit that's speaking to you. But I really need you to listen to him and commit to him. All heads bow, all eyes closed. Please be respectful to our God. That's what we need to do. This is a very holy moment, and God is here where people are making decisions with regards to the Savior and to God Almighty. So all eyes closed, all heads bowed. We need to make a decision. You don't have to kneel to be present at the throne of grace. You can do it where you're sitting right now. And God will acknowledge you and begin to do a work in your life. I know without a doubt that the Spirit of God is here right now. And this day is recorded in heaven. And God's asking you, son, daughter, will you, would you let me into your life? Are you coming to this throne of grace? Are you going to come to the mercy seat? God's inviting you today, just like the scripture says. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. If you're here this morning. Just by show of hand, just lifting your hand up. And you want to get to that throne of grace. And you want to commit everything to him. Why don't you lift your hand? All eyes closed. Put your hand up right now. Thank you. Thank you. I see those hands there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God sees that. You know, when you put your hand up like that, you acknowledge him and he, he appreciates that. Because you are not afraid of men. You are not afraid of what people think. And so God will begin to do a new work in your life. When you go back home, take some time, kneel before your father and talk to him. And say, Father, here I am. Thank you. And you will begin to see, experience a new walk with God. He will begin to talk to you. And you, in your image of yourself will begin to change. Because God is at work in your life. I'm 
so thankful to this good God. God is so good, so merciful, so kind, so gracious. I'm thankful that I'm his child. You can open your eyes, please. Uh, you have the connection card right with you. There is uh, a place where it says, my decision today. Please put your decision there. If you are committing your life to the, to the Lord for the first time or you're rededicating your life, please let me know. I want to send you some material to help you in your walk with God. Just put, check it out, put it in the offering basket or offering bucket and we will receive that. And that's good for us because I take, we take those and we continue to pray for those individuals. This is very serious business for us. It's important to us. Amen? Very, very important to us. Please uh, help me with the offering. We're going to be receiving our offerings this morning. And as the offering buckets go by you, if you made a decision, please put that uh, connection card in there. I want to read a scripture to you in Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 16 and 17. A scripture that always touches my heart. It says, Three times a year, all your males shall appear before the Lord your God in the place which he chooses at the feast of unleavened bread, at the feast of weeks, and at the feast of tabernacles. And they shall not appear before the Lord empty-handed. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given you. This is God's commandment. Uh, and please, if you are a visitor, uh, this is your first time here. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to our church members. I believe that your connection with God is mainly giving your life to him, but also indicating that everything that I am belongs to you. And I'm going to give you what you, pro you said is rightfully yours, your time and your offering. God commanded these people. He said, don't come to my house without an offering for me. And I believe that if somebody takes this, even if it's, this is in the Old Testament, if you take this to heart and you begin to practice this, watch out what God's going to do. God doesn't rob anyone of anything. God doesn't have any needs. And for me, our ministry is not about money. It's really about doing God's work. God's always taking care of us. I never have any kind of concern whether the God, the ministry is going to have money. We'll always have. We're ready to give. Lift your offerings up to the Lord this morning. Father, we thank you. We ask that you receive our offerings. 